jack-o'-lanterns, cow trains, corn mazes? Time to head to the pumpkin patch, don't you think? From the Blue Devil Hub, this is the news cycle. I'm Max Davis-Housefield. Coming up, we'll visit some local pumpkin patches, talk about mask fashion, and look into the extended closure of G Street. Today is Monday, October 18th. For many people, going to the pumpkin patch has become a family tradition. These pumpkin emporiums have become complete experiences, often offering corn mazes, petting zoos, rides, and food, in addition to a wide variety of pumpkins. The hub's Jenna Olivari visited some local pumpkin patches that have surprising claims to fame. Dozens of people mill about cool patch pumpkins on a windy Saturday morning. Many patrons tow around wagons with their soon-to-be jack-o'-lanterns. Families enter the corn maze, and kids climb on a large stack of hay bales. Cool Patch Pumpkins, a pumpkin patch located in Dixon, California, opened for the season on September 25th. Gina Williams is the manager of the pumpkin patch. Starting this weekend is like that race until the speed gets up, and the last two weekends are always crazy. Halloween is our deadest day. Williams has been working at Cool Patch for 19 years. Today I saw someone they've been coming out since I've been working there. I watched their kids become adults. Cool Patch currently holds the Guinness World Record for largest corn maze. They won the title for their 60-acre corn maze in 2014. Since acquiring the record, the pumpkin patch switched locations. This year they have a 36-acre maze. This land is rented. They would love to find bigger piece of land. If someone does break our record, we'll probably go ahead and try to break their record. Last year, local pumpkin patches like Cool Patch still opened for the season, with some modifications. In an effort to promote social distancing, the pumpkin patch had to moderate the number of people in the maze. We had people waiting in line to go into the bridge to go in the corn maze. At, at times, probably five to six hundred people. In spite of the pandemic, Williams reported that 2020 was one of their biggest years. Davis High senior Maya Belk has volunteered at another local pumpkin patch, Bobby Dazzler's, for the past few years. She also noticed a high turnout at the patch last year. We had to sanitize the harnesses after every use and spray them down really well. There was definitely like a higher demand than we could supply for because we had to take more time to sanitize everything. Dazzler's also adapted one of their most popular attractions to be more COVID safe. Ashley Bush is the general manager of Bobby Dazzler's and the stepdaughter of the founder himself. She has worked there for the past 20 years. The cow train is probably what kind of put us on the map. That's what everybody usually comes out for. The cow train has usually a one to three hour line on the weekends, so we couldn't have that many people in one area. To fix the issue, the pumpkin patch gives out tokens for a specific time to ride the train, and the time slots have been filling up. Local pumpkin patches will remain open throughout the month of October, weather permitting. For the BlueDevilHub.com, this is Jenna Olivari reporting. The News Cycle is proud to announce our Halloween special, an adaptation of H.G. Wells' The War of the Worlds, performed by the staff of the Blue Devil Hub. Extraterrestrials in Davis? Don't miss it. Coming Monday, November 1st. Aside from getting vaccinated, wearing a mask is one of the best things people can do to protect themselves from COVID-19. Everyone has a different one. 
Some people wear disposable clinic masks. Some people wear cloth. Some people wear N95s, and some people make a fashion statement with their pattern. Alex Miyamoto has the story. Early in the morning, Davis High students get ready for the upcoming school day. Junior Luis Conjura opens his mask drawer and selects a disposable mask. Over the past year, mask mandates across the nation have significantly increased mask usage. Consequently, different styles of face masks vary among Davis High students. Conjura prefers single-use disposable masks over reusable masks. It's just simple, nothing too special. Other students like DHS junior Macy Fonkinen choose to wear reusable masks. It has a cool design on it. It has a geometric design and it has pastel colors. I like to find masks that are unique. Reusable cloth masks are more environmentally friendly, whereas single-use masks can produce a lot of extra waste. But students also take safety into consideration when buying or picking out their masks. Conjura believes disposable masks are relatively effective in preventing the spread of the virus. I think it's safe, not just because everyone wears it, but they also give it to you at the hospital if you ever go to the hospital. Data from the Mayo Clinic say that three-layer fabric masks with tight woven material are most effective in protection against COVID-19. Also, surgical masks are effective but often need extra adjustments to fit to the individual's face. Because of their possibly more effective nature, Conjura wants to start wearing reusable masks. I know this mask that I'm wearing isn't the best. I just use it because it's very easy to use. For BlueDevilHub.com, this is Alex Miyamoto reporting. The pandemic caused many cities around the world to reimagine the way they use streets and public spaces. Some opened roads to pedestrians and bikes, while others blocked off thoroughfares and turned them into spaces for expanded outdoor dining. Davis opened up G Street to surrounding restaurants, and as Declan Fee reports, there are no plans for that to change anytime soon. Every night, people fill G Street to enjoy food from one of the many restaurants along the road. At the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic, the city of Davis saw a need for better outdoor seating and place barriers on either side of this block of G Street. Cars are not able to park here. Instead, tables now cover the road. Associate Executive Director of the Downtown Davis Business Association, Chloe Erb, worked with the city to implement this. There was a program called Open Air Davis that was established in response to the pandemic in order for people to feel safer, more comfortable eating outside. Although the road closure benefits restaurants, many other businesses along G Street are not happy with the blockage. Davis Artery employee and artist Adele Shaw experienced a significant drop in sales during the pandemic. Uh, in 2020, our, our sales were down considerably, like between about 60%. She is concerned that the closure of G Street is making it harder for customers to access her store. Shaw has talked with other business owners and worked to help non-restaurant businesses thrive in this time. That also enabled me to develop a plan. And fortunately, in the case of the artery, I have a lot of people who support, are very supportive and are asking me, what can we do? And I say, well, I happen to know you could write letters to these people. Though there's no plan for reopening G Street, the Downtown Davis Business Association is aware of the trouble caused by the closure and wants to do their best to find some sort of middle ground. The general 
overview about G Street is everyone wants some sort of solution to not, you know, keep causing this rift between people who don't like it and people who do. So we're really striving for a compromise. For BlueDevilHub.com, this is Declan Fee reporting. Turn to our series about the homeless crisis in Davis with an investigation of resources currently available to homeless residents. Well, that's our show for today. The news cycle is a production of Blue Devil Hub in association with the Davis Enterprise. Daniel Ruiz Jimenez writes our theme music. Gerardo Matos Rodriguez wrote La Cumpa which is now in the public domain. The program is produced by Stella Mays and Max David Housefield. Our executive producer is Jihan Moon. You can listen to the news cycle every Monday at 8 a.m. and Tuesday at noon on 95.7 KDRT. And you can listen anytime at bluedevilhub.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Check out the Hub on Instagram, we're at Blue Devil Hub, and on Twitter at DHS Hub. We'd love to hear from you. Feel free to send us an email with a comment or a story idea. You can reach us at bluedevilhub.com at gmail.com. Stay safe, have a good week, and we will see you next time.